Hello and welcome to the Chiropractic Student Podcast. My name is Lewis and we're here to talk about all the things you need to know before graduating chiropractic school. We're going to talk to experienced chiropractors and we're going to be discussing the science, philosophy and art of chiropractic. We're going to get tips and hints on how to get through chiropractic school with a deeper understanding of what chiropractic is and truly can be. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Chiropractic Student Podcast. I'm really excited for today. We have Dr. Jeremy Brook. You may know him online as the Spine Checker or the Yoga of Chiropractic is what he does. All of his seminars, he's got a book out, he's got a few books out. He's helping the community in a big way. Thank you so much, Jeremy, for coming on the show. Hey, thank you so much, Dr. Lewis. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Thank you very much. So first of all, I'd like to say thank you for everything that you're giving back to the community. The sheer fact that you're putting out resources already, you are one of my resources that I recommend to people. So the sheer fact that you're putting that out there to help people in the profession is really admirable. So thank you for that. But But can you tell us a little bit about your background in chiropractic, why you got started, how you got through uni and what you're up to now, please? Yeah, I mean, my, my chiropractic journey, without giving you the uh, three-hour-long <laughs> epic uh, you know, origin story, I've, I've wanted to be a chiropractor since I was eight years old. Uh, I didn't have any like issues that uh, parents would take their uh, kids to see a chiropractor for, like asthma, allergies, autoimmune, autism. Although I think I was a little wild uh, growing up, so maybe the chiropractic helped me out on that uh, energetic um, spectrum level, uh, if you will. But my dad had, uh, he was injured when he was about 26 years old, 27 years old. I was about a year, um, I was about uh, one year old. He fell in love with chiro- chiropractic. So when I was about eight years old, we went to the chiropractor as a uh, family. And I, I fell in love with uh, the profession. I was inspired by the chiropractor, Dr. Paul Weber. Uh, he's since retired, but he was like head honcho um, in the Motion Palpation uh, Institute. I was always hearing him talk about uh, Henri Gillet. So that just, uh, you know, impregnated my mind with um, with chiropractic. I love how he scanned the spine, you know, motion palpated. And when he delivered an adjustment, you know, you knew that you were getting adjusted. There was no like <laughs> uh, question uh, about it. So from the age of eight, I was, I was like on a, a, on a crash course with chiropractic. Now it wasn't until I was in university uh, undergraduate while playing uh, rugby and uh, I, in like a five minute span, I, I, I separated my shoulder, injured my neck, fractured my skull, broke my nose, not necessarily in that order, um, <laughs> you know, while with like two botched, you know, one botched tackle and uh, another really good one. Um, but then, you know, I was jacked up from uh, that very specific uh, event. I was uh, about 21 years old. At that point, that sent me down a, a path of pain medication. Um, we had a physical therapist who sponsored our rugby team. So I saw the physical therapist. Um, but after like a year and a half, 
minimal, minimal changes going on. I've lost my physicality, my strength. Um, I kind of was at like, you know, the lowest point in my life, had a bad reaction one night to painkillers, found myself in the emergency room. You know, they gave me a little cocktail of uh, maybe some activated charcoal. Don't know exactly what it was, but vomited it one way and then, you know, pooped it out the other way. Sorry for the graphic uh, <laughs> visual. But while I was in that hospital, I was like, man, I got to go see, you know, Dr. Paul Weber, you know, during the uh, year and a half um, period where I was injured, I wasn't going to the chiropractor. I was just going to the PT. I love the PTs. I love their setup. They're, they're taking care of a lot of athletes in uh, Orange County. Uh, it's a part of Los Angeles where uh, the California Angels or Anna, Anaheim Angels, if you will, uh, Los Angeles Rams back in back in the day, Olympic athletes. So I was like, I was loving. It. I figured if, if these these guys can't help me, you know, no one else could. So, but these guys didn't. These physical therapists they didn't speak so highly of chiropractic. I was influenced by, you know, and impressed by um, their position. So I, I kind of discredited um, the power of chiropractic because I never really had a any major injury that chiropractic rescued me from hmm. and uh long story short went back to dr weber gave me an adjustment atlas t1 super combo uh my shoulder that i was having massive problems with was you know pretty much 80 percent uh sorted out after one adjustment and then uh at that point i was also planning to go to physical therapy school because i I deviated, I deviated my, um, my uh, intention of, in terms of like graduate schools, instead of going to chiropractic school, I wanted to go to PT school, physical therapy school, physiotherapy school, maybe for, for you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, it was just a light bulb that went off. And I said to my dad, I said, yo, I'm, I'm not going to uh, PT school. I'm going to go to chiropractic school. And then, you know, then came the, the, the hunt for uh, what school I would I would land at and my Dr. Weber was like hey you need to go to a school that's got great philosophy great technique you should go to Palmer uh, this is you know back in like 1990 1996 around 1996 and uh, so I say hey listen I'm from Los Angeles you know when it gets colder than uh, 70 degrees sorry I can't convert that to <laughs> you know, the, the Celsius for you. Um, but I said, uh, man, I don't think I can do winters in Iowa. So I checked out Life University in Georgia, which I thought was excellent. I checked out a school in Dallas, Parker, and then I checked out two chiropractic schools up in Northern California. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I ended up in back in California at Palmer uh, West because they had an, a tremendous sports chiropractic program. I figured I'll get some sports chiropractic uh, knowledge because that was that's was what I was uh, into at the time, and uh, they I thought they would be like a uh, very comparable to Palmer with regards to the philosophy, and uh, you know it, it was more it was a different program from a philosophical standpoint than I had uh, originally expected. But if you want to get the philosophy you know, at a school like Palmer, where it's not necessarily spoon fed to you, 
then then those students who are attracted to principal chiropractic to the philosophy of chiropractic you end up getting it um, on your own and you become thirsty and, and hungry for it so i became i became became obsessed with uh you know the words of bj and uh, even <laughs> I mean, there's some rich, um, there's some rich depth of information, philosophically, scientifically, biomechanically, energetically, physiologically, neurologically, you know, coming from, from those guys. And then of course the, the legends who have followed, uh, after them, you know, like Fred Barge, um, and, and others. Uh, so that was pretty much, uh, how I kind of, you know, crash course back onto my chiropractic uh, train. And I guess I circling back, even just to that period where I was injured, you know, I was, I was boxing and playing rugby is pretty about as physical as uh, a, a human could get at that time with just, you know, liking, liking contact and getting hit and hitting people back. Um, but I discovered yoga um, during that time period. So you know, I started doing yoga like a good year and a half before chiropractic school. And then yoga plus the yogic philosophy, synchronizing with the chiropractic, adjusting, you know, the, the uh, HVLA, the specific scientific uh, high velocity, low amplitude thrust force combined with the yoga asana just kind of like changed uh, the way I, I move through life. And that's ultimately the style of practice that that i do here it's like in the room it's just straight up old school uh clean chiropractic adjusting and then you step out into our main movement area and then we have uh different yogic movement sequences to accompany the adjustment so my history my origin how i how i uh, came into becoming a chiropractor is expressed daily in uh, our offering to our uh, people that come in to get adjusted and, and, and ultimately served. So, yeah, that's that in a nutshell. It's quite a, yeah, it's quite a journey you've been on. You like meandered through and found your way into molding to what you are now. Well, it's really it's really interesting because I read the part one. I know you just released a part two earlier this year of your yoga of chiropractic book. It's not out yet. The oh, it's not. Two, part two is. Man, I'm a, I'm a, I'm not gonna say I'm a perfectionist, but I'm a perfectionist, and it's not ready yet to be. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it's coming. It's coming. I did. Okay, I must have saw an advert for it of you saying that it was coming. It's yeah, gonna be. It's gonna be on my wish list anyway. But I've yeah. read part one, and my partner and I we're very much into yoga. We do um, meditation, breathwork, yoga, these kind of things. Cool. And obviously, I've just I've only just graduated chiropractic school, and I'm just going into work now, and trying to integrate everything I do it personally but then trying to integrate that into the office yeah is a little bit difficult how did you find integrating that wellness side and that yoga expressing yourself into your clinic space yeah so for me again the two are 100% interrelated interconnected spine nervous system life force transmission of information I mean, they, they go, they go along great. So if I were to, uh, 
describe the the synthesis of what we do and how we how we integrate it you get adjusted very specific right and then rather than just telling the patient peace out go home um, we guide people through a very specific movement sequence so if you're if you're a yogi and you know what like a vinyasa is a vinyasa pattern a very mm-hmm. um, specific sequence of poses in a prescribed manner I've dissected different regions of the the spine and body and created simple intermediate and complex uh, movement patterns so that, you know, after an adjustment, their nervous system is open. We feed the nervous system with movement, very specific, very calculated uh, movements that honors the biomechanics, the joint lines, the planes, the facets, the disc angles, uh, to make sure a person's able to move through again a full range of motion. It's also great to bring, you know, blood flow and proprioception mm-hmm. to that area, in addition to helping like that person break up some fibrotic adhesions uh, in the tissue. So, whereas in uh, chiropractic, we've got like emerging methods that some some have been around for at least 20 plus years, a little bit, you know, maybe a little bit more like, uh, in the corrective chiropractic camps, like, uh, the chiropractic biophysics technique where they're utilizing traction protocols or Pedabon with the wobble chair. So, you know, I I've pieced together certain, uh, components from those universes that, that add onto the yogic movements, uh, that we teach. So, Basically, it's you get adjusted, then it's necessary for you to move with intelligence to make sure that that released energy gets deposited in the right places and the right concentration. So it's like a proprioceptive uh, recalibration, if you will. And do you recommend that everyone takes up yoga? So, um, you know, does is yoga good for uh, everybody? I mean, I think it is. Uh, well, now, movement is life, right? Say that again. Movement is life, right? Movement so. is, yeah. Movement is life. So we have like the the classical, you're a homo sapien uh, movement sequence. And then depending on what a person's capabilities are, we'll add more movements uh, to their programming. So we've got highly choreographed programming that we that we share with the peeps and, and most of the the moves many of the moves are on like one of the the online offerings that we call the wise progressions which is which comes from uh krishnamacharya krishnamacharya he's like the the grandfather of modern yoga he was a phenomenal yogi turn of the century who basically uh was the teacher of Iyengar, the teacher of Patavi Joyce, who founded Ashtanga. He was <laughs> the, the grandfather of Desi Kachar, the founder of Vini Yoga. So, you know, some of the more popular flavors of yoga. So like, you know, yoga is good for everybody. Do, does everybody need to do all of these advanced postures? Not necessarily, but I think it's good to bend forward and bend back and twist left and right and side bend left and right and put a couple of those combinations uh, together as long as they have the prerequisites to movement 
and as and as long as their anatomy hasn't been uh, disrupted, you know. So, but that's again, that's part of the chiropractic chiropractic adjustments. It's a it's a force. It's a it's a signal to cue the body towards a uh, higher vibrational state of being. And I think that the yoga yogic adjustment ultimately allows a person to stand, you know, upright in Tadasana, in like Samastidhi with their, you know, their feet planted perfectly underneath their hips and their heads stacked right over their sacrum. So the, the movement gives people a new relationship so they can move uh, healthily through space and time. Could anyone else have ever put that more eloquently? I don't think so. You you said that so perfectly that I even had to sit up and reposture myself in the chair because I was like, oh my word, I'm not sitting right. Like my posture is completely off. And what you say completely makes sense there. Like I don't really right on. mission accomplished. Yeah, exactly. Like clip clip that, send it to everyone. Just that little bit. Awesome. So today's podcast, we try to focus on tips and advice from some of the top chiropractors worldwide how did you get through university to become the influence and passion that you are today what was that journey like because at one point you were just jeremy and not no offense you were never just jeremy but you were jeremy the average joe what how did you get from jeremy to this passionate flame of chiropractic and love and yoga and spine checker and everything that you do how did what what was that journey like how did you get there well you know when I was in undergraduate so if we're talking undergraduate and then we're going to talk chiropractic is that what you what you mean by university yeah how did you get through I think it's college over there yeah whatever your studies how did you get through that what where did you turn to for motivation and passion and become become who you are well look i'm you know hopefully you're already self-motivated hopefully you're a bit on the um slightly obsessed and possessed uh mindset to begin with and i never really like wanted to be um anything more than just the best uh version of myself and uh the best chiropractor that i that i could be and yeah i mean i was competitive in in chiropractic school and a lot of my classmates would probably tell you that uh you know i i mean I, when people would come into uh my apartment we had a table like in the living room and like if the mailman came in i'd be like hey do you want to get adjusted you know anybody <laughs> would come in i was like face down so I was always motivated, um, self-motivated. I would say that there's one person, um, there's a couple people in chiropractic school that really uh, propelled me into uh, another level. One, um, my first mentor, his name is Dr. Is Dr. Ron Oberstein, president of Life College of Chiropractic uh, West. My, uh, my, chiropractor that I was working for in chiropractic school. Her name is Dr. Mindy Pell. She's a, she's a legend right now in the f- like fasting uh, universe. But back in the day, she was just, sub, you, you know, subluxation based only. If you said anything but subluxation in her practice, like wanted to talk nutrition, she'd like knock you out. Um, <laughs> I love what, it. 
Yeah, but her mentor was Dr. Ron. So while I was in like my uh, end of my first year in chiropractic school, I met Dr. Ron. So I had, you know, a future chiropractic president as a mentor through chiropractic school. And then uh, my last year in school, man, as, as, as like synchronicity uh, happens, I had a um, this situation where my neighbor in uh, who's about a year ahead of me in chiropractic school said it. Uh, he just was on an airplane and he sat next to this chiropractor, this bald headed uh, French uh, chiropractor. And he goes, man, this guy, you need to meet him. Here's his business card that he gave me. So gives me, gives me the business card. Guy's name is uh, Dr. Arno Bernier. <laughs> Maybe you've heard of him. Yeah. And, uh, so then, uh, you know, I plant, plant the, I take the business card. I'm like, okay, cool. And back then, you know, the internet wasn't a massive thing yet. Uh, you know, again, it was like 1990, uh, shoot, what is it? Like 1998, 1999, uh, 1999, 1999. So, I was born in 96. Yeah. Does, it, does that make you feel old? <laughs> man, I tell you what, I, I'm sorry. It's all good. I still, I still think like I'm 27 years old, but. And you should uh, do. Right, me so. Uh, so far, everything's working. So it, it hasn't broken down yet. Good. But uh, anyway, but, uh yeah, nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah. Back to this long winded story. Um, about to leave uh, school, I asked my roommate. I said, "Hey, you want to uh, catch a carpool ride together?" He says, "No, nah, I gotta. I'm gonna go to listen to this uh, French uh, chiropractor speak." Um, and I said, "Oh, okay." sounds familiar. So I, I went to the, the room where uh, Arnaud was speaking and um, Arnaud presented chiro chiropractic in a way that was different than I um, had previously heard, different from Dr. Ron uh, Oberstein, different from anybody else. And uh, he had a seminar coming up um, that weekend. Back in the day, it used to be called Making Love to the Spine. <laughs> and you know, I went to went to that seminar, and I we thought from Palmer West that we were that we were like adjusting, you know, uh, superstars for where we were at. And then, you know, the, there weren't too many people from my school at Palmer West familiar with Arno's making love to the spine. But over at Life West, uh, there are a bunch of students uh, who were. And I saw the discrepancy, like the disparity. Uh, I might have just made up a word there. Uh, Love it. Where, like, the students at Life West, where they were at with their repertoire of moves, adjusting moves, and where we were at. And I was like, I got a little fired up. So that come like another couple months when Arnaud returned, you know, I, I was I was ready. And then he had a couple of these professional training camps called master uh, uh they're called masterpiece uh seminars week-long trip so that that basically uh shifted me out of like the sports chiropractic um mindset if you will and helped you know synergize that yoga plus chiropractic vision and uh all about releasing the imprisoned uh, impulse, uh, optimizing the transmission of life force. And then of course, uh, 
you know, you, I became immersed into that system, ended up teaching, um, being blessed and fortunate to be asked to teach the MLS system until uh, I decided to go off on my own um, right at the beginning of the pandemic last year. <laughs> Some of the things you say there about the life force and channeling the energy, it, it resonates with me really well. I love the way that you talk about the body and the nervous system as a whole functioning system together with the energy and life force. It just makes sense to me. And the, the wording that you use is so flowing and easy to you and methodical at the same time. I can see it because I can see you on video. Your brain is ticking and your the words are just flowing out in such a particular way that it's great to hear you talk about it because it gets me so pumped and just I don't think I could put it in words as easily as that but you're saying that other people put it in words as easy as that for you to understand that allowed you to have that understanding and be able to give that explanation of chiropractic and what your journey was like in the first place so just by you saying that is going to influence other people to go on and be able to make their own explanation how you have and dive dive into their own version of chiropractic, like how you have integrated yoga and created your own chiropractic and how um, the lady said, Mindy Pell, how she has that fasting and subluxation. Everyone has their own version of chiropractic as long as we're offering chiropractic you have allowed someone to facilitate their own version of chiropractic by giving that speech. So thank you for that. That's awesome. Like, I love the way that you talk. It's amazing. It's so inspirational and brilliant. (laughs) Thank you. And I'll just add on, add on to that. Don't be afraid to, to define the work that you do um, for yourself. And otherwise, you're, you, it might just be like a rigid, dogmatic uh, regurgitation. Um, and it, it may not like be truthful for you. Like what, what is, you know, what does the spine represent to you? What does the nervous system represent to you? What, what is your relationship with energy? What's your relationship with life force? Do you even have like a concept where there, there's a, life force isn't is in the is in the thread of the conversation and if it's not like again chiropractic might be all about um nervous system sympathetic parasympathetic vagal um ventral dorsal you know Mm -hmm. vagal uh systems whatever whatever however it is that you feel that you can um elevate humanity and again I sometimes talk a little pain. I sometimes talk a little bit, some symptoms or body, bodily expressions because it's a real, um, it's a real experience. So some people don't want to talk about, you know, pain or symptomatology. They'll talk about headaches. They'll talk about infertility. They'll talk about digestive concerns. They'll talk about asthma. But if you talk musculoskeletal and chiropractic and you're a principal doc, you almost get smashed for it. So, so again, like, at the end of the day, uh, you got to be responsible, you know, held accountable and responsible to, um, to yourself, to being true, to being 
um, and integrity to yourself. And of course, you know, being respectful to this great and wild and wacky profession that we're, we're all a part of. I think what you said there, being respectful and truthful and having integrity to yourself and the profession just sums that up. I'm going to, that's amazing. So picture this, there's a year, year one, year two, undergrad Jeremy walks into your office right now, knocks mm. on your door and he goes, Doc, have you got any advice or tips for me right now? I'm just, mm. I'm just starting uni. I'm just starting college. What would you some golden nuggets. If you get, had to yeah. give them a couple of bits of advice, what would you say? All right. So, so number one, my chiropractor from high school, I've had a, I've had a bunch of chiropractors from high school um, and, and growing up, but the, the main one, she said, uh, her name is Dr. Shelly Roth. She's in Santa Monica. She told me as a, while I was an undergraduate, 20 years old, she said, you're going to chiropractic school go to massage school. So you learn how to touch flesh, you know, you know, to touch your <laughs> body. So like you develop the intelligence um, of your hands, you know, and when I went to massage school as a 20 year old, let's just say my uh, petrissage and my effleurage, <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, it was not spectacular. It was like, uh, it was, it just, you know, wasn't, wasn't great. So after um, having been fortunate to work in other chiropractors office doing massage, I ended up developing my hands. So the hands became more intelligent. So by the time I, I hit, would hit chiropractic school, I had the muscular system dialed in. Mm. Another fun, another fun uh, suggestion also given to me by the same chiropractor, she said, get an anatomy coloring book. Now, for the most part, like arts and crafts was probably like my least favorite um, subject, even as like a little kid, you know, wasn't a big um, artist, colorer, if you will. Mm -hmm. But I, I loved, uh, I had like a box of colored pencils and I had got the anatomy coloring book and, you know, color, colored, in a, colored it all in and basically self-taught myself a lot of um, you know, anatomy that maybe, uh, I hadn't learned at the time. I was also a biology major in undergraduate, uh, at, at college too, as that, as that 20 year old, you know, 18 to 22 year old. So granted I was getting advanced information in the sciences, just taking that anatomy coloring book and just spending time and coloring it in. I felt that was, uh, fantastic. Um, and let's see what else, uh, I think it's also was, important um at that time you know for me I, I was working in other chiropractic offices doing massage now i don't offer massage in my space i, I refer out but maybe you can get lucky and, and maybe you can find a, a like a, a vitalistic chiropractic center that uh, may offer massage and uh you know you can see how the practice and the operations um, are running. Like by the time I graduated from chiropractic school, I had already worked in like, I don't know, half a dozen, you know, a dozen um, different chiropractic offices. Um, and I saw what I liked and I saw what I didn't like. And I saw mm. how different, uh, different docs ran it nice and clean. And I saw where other places were just a disaster. 
So, you know, you're, you're seeing how you ultimately you're going to have to understand the relationship between being in the healing arts and also being a business person, like an entrepreneur. And, and if you're young in that game uh, of recognizing, you know, you, you're going to have to put on two hats and uh, make sure, make sure both of those hats fit, fit properly. Otherwise, you know, you're going to run into trouble. At the end of the day, if your service hand, I like to have a big service hand. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't want to have my a big business hand um, uh, that overpowers the service hand. I think that's in that's imbalanced. It needs to be in balance, but you have to recognize you're you're in the healing arts and that service, that product, that offering needs to be exceptional. And when that's exceptional, your business will will uh explode and be tremendously and wildly prosperous but you better have good systems in place otherwise you know your business is doomed to fail and then you're just a talented chiropractic artist (laughs) who can't run a business and you know that's not how i want to that's not the legacy i'm i'm planning to leave behind i like that you spoke about that that your art needs to be exceptional a big service hand like at the end of the day we are in the profession of giving we are serving the community but like you say that there does need to be that aspect of business which I'm just learning now coming out of university I'm going to work uh, in a clinic and I currently work in a clinic so I'm lucky I get to see I'm joining a business already it's really weird I resonate with you again like I think our vibration is like very similar because i did massage through school I had an Mm. anatomy coloring book it's really interesting Ah, I had like a really similar um journey through yeah check that one off that's amazing I completely so I can say from experience definitely do those those bits of advice that you said because my palpation skills and hands-on ability to feel the tone the bridge between the the body and the mind and having the ability to feel that tone and understand when a muscle is happy and when a muscle is not and why that's happening is so pinnacle to when you're becoming a chiropractor and when you can easily run your hand down someone's back and be like boom 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 here 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 it makes it such a more flowing fluid experience for you and the patient um Mm. oh i love it so it's so good i love talking chiropractic it's amazing same here (laughs) yeah we could go on for hours so i'm gonna ask you one one last thing if you had to give one book to let's say me okay i'm just joined the chiropractic profession i've just graduated if you had to tell me to read one book and it can't be your book yeah although everyone should go buy and go and buy that book um if you had to tell me to go read one book that's just going to help me as a chiropractor as a whole or as a person as a whole what would you recommend I mean, you can't go wrong with the the classical chiropractic textbook by Stevenson. Um, I also love Palmer's Law of Life, nineteen fifty eight book. So that's that was kind of like that was out a little bit longer. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think Stevenson's book was like written in nineteen twenty seven. Um, so uh, I, I like Palmer's Law of Life. Um, I might, I might recommend that one. It's a nice, easy, you know, it's a smaller book. It's not like 
the bigness of the fellow within or <laughs> upper cervical specific. Um, so it's, it's, uh, it's, it's more digestible and might whet your appetite for uh, chiropractic philosophy. Um, so I, yeah, I might say, uh, go for Palmer's law of life. It's like an easy uh, gateway into uh, the green books. But I mean, I've got a handful, I don't know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. I've got 21 green books on the shelf behind me. So I don't know. Um, I'm going to come over and borrow a few. Nah, it's not, it ain't no loaning library. <laughs> You loan it out, you never get it back. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I'm just messing. <laughs> Amazing. So get that on your Christmas wish list, guys. Palmer's Law of Life and the Chiropractic Textbook, textbook by Stevenson. Yeah. I know Maybe. I know these you you can actually get as PDF versions online for free if you mm. just Google them as well. So um that's a real helpful top tip for students. I'll throw this out there too. Um there's a uh gosh. Um it's not coming to me straight away. Uh, I think it's called dscbooks.com, Doctors of Straight Chiropractic Books.com. It's an organization in LA. I think it's Delta Sigma Chi um, is the fraternity of uh, that actually sells the green books that, that resells them. So if you wanted to support, um, you know, the, the, the brothers and the sisters who are, are keeping this information going do that but of course you know pdfs for free on from from google always wins yeah for, for students go pdf because they're free yeah. but if you're a doc yeah don't skimp out you can afford it go buy these very, very well said well said awesome well that pretty much wraps up today thank you so much for coming on the show um if people want to get in touch how can they do so you know, if you're on Instagram, you could uh, say what's up on uh, I'm Spine Checker. And uh, if you wanted to check out the adjusting seminar that I do, it's called The Yoga of Chiropractic. And I've got a couple new uh, offerings online at spinecheckeruniversity.com. I just came up with this year. It's called The System, where basically I take uh, uh the person, the student, the future doc, or a current doc, take them through how I run uh, all aspects of my uh, practice. So spent a lot of time putting that sucker uh, together this year. Uh, but yeah, Spine Checker University is the, the hub for all of my online offerings. But yeah, say what's up on Instagram. It's always a lot of fun to meet people uh, around the world. Amazing. I'm going to leave all those links in the description. Cool. So anyone can use them at any time. I guess that's it. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And thank you everyone for listening in. We'll see you next time. Thank you again, Jeremy. Pleasure. And thank you.